0: Yo, what's going on everybody? It is 3 p.m. here in Chicago, Illinois. That means it's time for another live stream. Today is Saturday, March 27th, 2021. One thing that I'm working on is I'm trying to figure out a better way to kind of like intro or start the live stream. Because uh, normally I kind of like yell into the microphone and I f- it, it makes the rest, like figuring out the audio levels on this thing really hard. And I think for the people listening on the podcast, it all screws them up. So trying to find a way to like maybe say it enthusiastically rather than screaming it all the time but that's one thing that's been on my mind lately and for everyone that's been listening on the podcast thank you for your patience i know i've been screwing it up and then the audio levels are just like all over the place i'm working on it i'm working on it uh today is a nice and springy day like temperature is nice it's almost 50 degrees fahrenheit here but there's definitely cold air coming off the lake so it's like that weird kind of like brisk 50 degrees it's actually like in the high 40s but like so it's nice out it's deceptively chilly though but i didn't get rained on for my workout again like i mean knock on wood i've just been this is an incredible good luck streak so i was able to get in a workout today and then i was able to spend some time outside with the girls uh at at the playground and all in good weather so overall i'm having a good day i'm also enjoying a late afternoon coffee today because it's Just, it feels. I mean, with the chilly, you know, that little like coldness in the air, coffee is just extra delicious. So it's the weekend. I'm going to have some coffee. How are you guys doing today? Everyone on the podcast, hope you guys are doing all right. Enjoying your run or uh, your commute home and everyone watching this on YouTube after the fact. Hopefully you're also taking this in at a time where you can just relax. Hopefully maybe the more stressful part of your day is over and now you're just enjoying some time together with some of your favorite runners i'm not talking about me i'm talking about everyone else that's here in the chat because we'll well well you know those of you who have been here you know i'll show like the chat down on the bottom of the screen so you guys can also enjoy it as well let's see who's here uh jim rowe says hi all third day without running sorry to hear about that he's had some achilles pain and small swelling and he's got some new ac nova just waiting so sad well hopefully it'll resolve itself quickly and you'll be able to get back in there phil born says good day everyone the last uh eight to slash nine p.m live stream over here in europe time shift time oh okay so in europe you guys are switching over tonight in terms of daylight series it's so confusing why do we still do this to ourselves everybody we should we should just get rid of it um sarah mims here Oh, sorry where did that go sarah uh had a question um she says co Thoughts on structured slash hard heel upper on shoes versus unstructured slash flexible. I have narrow heel and thought I needed hard. I've been walking in shoes with a flexible heel and actually it's holding my heel well. Yeah, I, um, you know, it's a good point because like I've definitely had shoes where I'm like, oh, I like this sturdy heel cup. This is nice. And other shoes like Ultras, for example, like they're just super floppy. You could press them in the back and you could just put, press your finger all the way down and touch like the insole with the heel. But I love those too. And i think part of it it's i think of it a lot like guide rails uh that pe- that they're starting to put on to stability shoes if you don't have a heel that's moving around a lot when your foot hits the ground uh, or like if your ankle is like crashing in inward one way or another then i think that you're probably not going to notice too much one way or the other as long as the rest of the shoe fits well um, but if you do have a foot strike where the ankle might tend to slide over from one side to another, that's where I think you're going to want that more substantial kind of heel cut that's in there. So that's kind of my take on it is um, I don't like them because I feel like they add a lot of weight and I don't really feel like I need them. But I understand why some people would want to have them in the shoes. Uh, so, you know, it doesn't bother me if it's flexible, but I prefer flexible. But overall, the shoe got to fit well is is kind of like my thing so hopefully that answers kind of your question recycle on wednesdays here awesome good to see you and what up fam says in the long run dr josh good to see you again too D- david sachs Is here loose becerra stevie 76 awesome we got everybody here today okay um let's see david sachs says he's doing pretty good getting really close to 100 percent after COVID. awesome great to hear um Let's, the one thing that like freaks me out about COVID, I mean, there's many things that freak me out about it, but when you hear about people with like long-haul symptoms, that's terrifying. That's really terrifying. So hopefully, I'm glad to hear that you're really close to 100%, David. So that's good to hear. Uh... Sam, says, first chance to get on here live. Welcome. Good to see you. You've been listening to the podcast on the long runs for half marathon training, which was today. Awesome. pr at 141.59. Fantastic time. Great job, Sam. And I feel privileged that you're bringing all of us with you as you're training for this half marathon. Great work. Great work. Well, good news. Great way to start off. The podcast or the live live stream today. Uh, Mark says, did you finish the rock Shuffle? How did you do? I did. I came in at like 32.0. Well, my watch immediately after said 32.05. And then at some point it kind of adjusted itself to 32.01. So right about where my PR for that race is. So not thrilled about that, but overall feeling really good about the effort. I learned a lot, a lot of lessons, some insights that I think are going to be important moving forward through the rest of kind of training and racing, you know, in 2021, 2021 and, and beyond. So feeling really good about that. I'll be doing a 10K time trial, um, not, and this isn't going to be a virtual race, just a time trial by myself along the lakefront, probably next weekend. So felt good enough that I'd like to kind of give it another shot, but I also don't really want to run another 8K. It's a weird distance for me, and um, I'd rather run either a 5K or a 10K. The AK just seems weird. I mean, I didn't run in college and cross country, so like I never really raced that distance. Roberto Davila's here. What's going on, Roberto? And Steve says good evening. Had a fun six miles in the Mach Four. He has to wear thin socks. Any recommendations are, that aren't synthetic feeling? That aren't synthetic feeling? I'm not sure which ones are you running in that give you that synthetic feeling. I would say that some of my favorite i mean right now my favorite socks are stance i really like stance i have some longer ones like taller ones like crew length um that go up the or i guess they're they're not not completely over the calf but they're pretty much over the calf and then i have some ones that are like low like low cut or no show socks and i really like those as well those are probably my favorite right now um yeah i would look i would probably look there first uh ennis is here good to see you ennis and um mark also wants to follow up says for the shamrock shuffle which sneakers did you have on i wore the adios pro so i'm thinking that there's a high probability that i'll wear the adios pro again for the 10k um i'm debating whether or not to kind of just like spread the love a little bit and just run in something else um, i did a workout recently in the endorphin pro so that's probably like right now number two on the list um so it'll probably be one of those two shoes um for the 10k because i feel like both of those shoes are really well suited for it at least for me and kind of how i run um uh, <laughs> 76 says anyone ever run the length of the suez canal i think it's 120 miles Is are oh i mean it's though it's like in the middle east so it's like desert right so like that that, I mean, not that that's ever stopped anyone. Like, what is that one that's in Moab? Like, that's crazy. But you know, what's an example of how bad I am at the Suez Canal. I didn't know where the Suez Canal was. I had no idea. I knew it wasn't in Panama, like, cause that's where the Panama Canal is. But like, if you had told me Suez Canal, I would have thought somewhere not in the middle East. That would have been my guess. So I'm just terrible at geography. Yeah um uh, shannon's here says hey hey coco <laughs> awesome um and vegan runner says good evening co happy weekend cheers he's got some cheers emojis on there cheers to you or whatever you're drinking today guys i was just thinking about today how much i really miss um like brew pubs like little micro breweries um yeah i feel like the they have been developing momentum I mean, I think they've kind of always been a certain way, but they've been developing more of a momentum or maybe I was aging into like the dynamic where I like brew pubs a lot more, where I was starting to go to the ones where like I would go with my friends and their kids. So like you'd bring your kids to the bar, which sounds weird, but like, you know, a lot of, it just seems, it's not like a place where you just go and slam beers all day, but it was a place to go. There's food, there's really tasty beverages. And then it's set up like, so that way, like your kids, I mean, it's not like they had toys there, but like your, our kids are maybe getting old enough where they can like behave and interact with each other, you know? So like, I was just thinking about how much I missed that. I really, really miss that. I can't wait to start going back to some breweries. Um, the three that I really want to go to are Dry Hop, which is in my neighborhood. Um, then I also want to go to the Revolution Brewery, Revolution, Revolution Brewing Company Brewery. That's in, I think is it Logan Square, that area. That one's a nice one too. Although that one tends to skew a lot, a lot younger, as does dry hop skews a little bit on the young side. And then Old Irving is the third one that I would probably really want to go to. It's right by my running buddy's house. He lives like a couple blocks away. And uh, they have a huge giant area. So if your kids do need to like kind of like scream and run around a little bit, they they're there's space for that. So like um yeah, so I really miss that, guys, and I feel like we're <laughs> I feel like we're getting close. I mean, Chicago's going through like another spike right now, so like it's going to be a long time. But I, I feel like I finally feel like we're getting closer. But that was something that that, that really struck me today. Um, yeah, Mars says there the kids can get Shirley temples. Yeah, they can certainly do that. Um, yeah, but like I think like all, all of like. Me and my friends, like our kids are all kind of the same ages, relatively speaking. So like, even though there's a, a, you know, different genders, but they all still kind of, kind of get along. And I feel like that's pretty cool. That's such a hard thing to kind of like navigate, I think. So I'm feeling pretty, pretty good about that. So like, I, yeah, they get, they could do that. And, you know, it's just, it's just nice. Not that we would spend all day there. Because no no one's kids have the, like the energy for that. I, our kids aren't old enough to be like, "Hey, you're look at this iPad for three hours." But like, although they probably could do that now. But like, it's nice. It's nice to be able to just get together with some families. Um, Sarah Mim says the Blanco the Blanco Liria YouTube channel is great and has good video on Suez Canal ship blocking. Oh, I might have to I might have to go look at that. I do enjoy the memes that are coming out of that. Like that one, like. Crane excavator that's just trying to like free this ship. It's Just <laughs> it seems just it's it's very like Sisyphian in a way. I just I just think that uh, that is like the right image to hit us at just the right time. <laughs> um Yeah, but I didn't I didn't know about this. Stevie's telling Martha that some animals on ships might die because of the Suez Blockage. I wasn't aware of that. I didn't know that that was a thing. Oh, that puts a different spin on it. I just thought it was just going to be like. Oil tankers that are blocked from shipping more oil. That's all I thought it was. Not that that's an, not that that's an insignificant thing, but you know. Oh, Jody says, uh, "This is just so bizarre." Jody says that. Around him, there's two locally acquired cases in the suburbs around where he lives. He's expecting an announcement that they'll go into a three to five day lockdown today. That's crazy. I mean, that's good. It's amazing. It's why Australia seems to have such a good handle on things, Whereas the United States doesn't. But like, in contrast, like um, number of cases have risen by like 25% over the last week in Chicago. increase in cases with only like a 6% uh, rise in testing numbers. So it's not like we tested more people so we got more cases. It was like per the number of tests, like the percentage of people that are getting it is increasing. So like that's just like exponentially bigger than what you guys are experiencing. And we're like, maybe we should slow down on reopening these bars, you know? So it's just... a, a a world of difference. A world of difference. Uh, all right, Philip T. Fowler says, "Hey, gives it a little wave." What's going on, Philip? Says first time chatting. I'm 50, training my firm. First half ran a training half a few weeks ago at 159. Any suggestions how to relax my shoulders during my runs? And see my seen the picks and shoulders are up by my ears. Ah, huh, that's interesting. Um, one is you might just have like one part is you might just have shoulders that. Like look like they're up to your ears, and if that's just how you run, that's just how you run. So I wouldn't really worry about tinkering with that too much. But some things that you can think about if you feel like you're tensing up is just just, just like think about relaxing. Sometimes when I'm running, I'll just literally shake out my arms as I run just to release some tension. Sometimes I will get like a cramp back here, like in, in this area, um, and so whenever I feel that, maybe I'll just stretch a little bit or like shake out like shake out your arms as you're running. That could be one, one thing to do to approach that. The other thing that I would think about is just think about, I mean, the, one of the advice that my uh, piece of advice, my high school running coach would always give me is just a run pretty and just make sure you're like, you're looking like standing up straight, good posture, breathing in, breathing out, uh, not too hunched over, you know, just feel like you're running tall and hopefully that will help straighten you out as well. So that's, those are some things that I think that you can, that you can work on, but like, I think trying to tell yourself, keep your shoulders low is probably not going to help, but I would say focus on just good, clean running mechanics. I think of it also a lot like either like swinging a golf club or swinging a baseball bat. The way that you really get power in either of those swings is not by trying to hit something really hard, but by having smooth and quick um, mechanics. So that's another way to look at it. Uh, Vegan Runner says, the other thing you can do with shoulders is to really push them towards your ears, hold it, and then release. Oh, so then like, oh, I see it to go with like, like a little reverse psychology on the shoulders. You could see, and that might work. Um, all right. Let's see what we got up here. Um, Steve says, belated thanks, Mike, for the recommendations. I use Nike Spark Lightweight. Had to deal with a small child. Mm, all right. Uh, Jody says, "Relax shoulders by pinching fingers like holding a chip, and try not to break it." Surprisingly, it works. Oh, like this? I don't know. I've I've heard of that before. I totally forgot about that. Hmm. I would try, definitely try that. I want to hear if that works. Hmm. Interesting. Um, Remy wants to know, "Hey, co have you tested the range of the Insta362 case as a remote?" How far away can you be and trigger the recording? I have not tested that. That's an interesting question. My guess would be uh, probably about thirty feet line of sight, unless uh, if there's other uh, interference. Because I believe the connection is Bluetooth, so it'd be my guess would be the limitations of Bluetooth, which is about thirty to fifty feet, depending. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting test. I'm gonna have to look at that. Mr. <laughs> random said, I have fun running with a deer today. Oh. Wow. That's nice. I haven't seen a deer since we were in Iowa. And in Iowa, I was seeing a lot of deer. Well, then it was, it was deer season, and then then you end up seeing even more deer because they're getting flushed from their normal kind of spots. Um, all right. Let's see. Um, m c seventeen ninety six says ended up running a nine fifty three in that three k a lot of dragonflies on the track thanks for getting me into running y'all awesome well let's get a cowbell out for that good job m c seventeen ninety six nine fifty three in the three k good work speedy and there was a lot of drag what did you run in again m c seventeen ninety six you didn't run in dra- did you run in dragonflies i don't know I have no interest in the dragonfly of this bike just because i don't wear spikes but it's it's interesting to see people riled up about it uh ultra dad says hey Kofuzi, what's going on from cincinnati great weather down here still time to join my crew for the cruel jewel 100 on may 14th in georgia uh that might be a little bit early for me ultra dad i mean i hope i mean i would love it if i'm ready to start getting out and about um by may 14th but i don't know I, i'm not feeling optimistic enough to commit to anything for that though but thank you so much for the offer um a couple of things i did not know that the i know i mean i'm familiar with the cruel jewel because uh ryan clayton's run, running that um and he's been talking about it but um i didn't know it was in georgia so that's a surprise um to me um so but cool well awesome I, it's been a long time in cincinnati um It's probably been, you know what? I think I've only been in Cincinnati twice. Other than I think I was in the airport once. I'm not going to count that. But uh, once I went for a school function uh, in law school, I was in a moot court competition. Very exciting stuff. And then the other time was I went to a wedding. That's where I I met my wife. Um, We met at a wedding. And that was in Cincinnati. So I have, uh, you know, uh, I love, definitely love me since Cincinnati. You here's a, here's the question, ultra dad, if you're in Cincinnati and you're training for an, a, a 100 mile race is part of your, um, like aid station nutrition plan going to involve having some skyline chili. That's, that, I hope the answer is yes, but I gotta know. <laughs> let me know. Let me know. <laughs> um, Oh, as MC 776 says, he did run in the dragonflies. Nice, bought into the hype, but you know what? Everyone else is racing in the same shoe, so it levels the playing field. Ennis um, wants to know, Kofuzi, would the Rocket X be good for some speed work on a treadmill? Asking for a friend. Don't tell Pip. Uh, yeah, I think it would be because it's not that tall. Um, so like. Um, you're not you're not going to be worried uh about like kind of the stability part on the treadmill i always just feel like the treadmill just seems like a little bit less stable of a surface to me for some reason maybe it's just in my mind but whenever i get on a treadmill i like to get lower stack height and so i think that the rocket x would be actually a really great choice it's still lightweight um pretty nimble so like if you're doing speed work and you're going from like jogging recoveries back up to speed you know you're able to do those transitions pretty quickly so I think that'd be a good a good choice, a good choice. And I, I, won't, I won't I won't tell your dog. <laughs> oh. La Pizza said ran a five k in eighteen twenty three today. A PB by a minute, a full minute. Wow, that's crazy! Great job, La Pizza. Um, that's real fast. That's really fast. That's under four minutes a k, isn't it? Mm. Uh, no, I mean under. I mean under. I mean clearly it's under four minutes. Okay, that's be twenty minute five k. But I'm thinking I'm doing the math wrong because I'm thinking that's under six minutes per mile. So what is that per kilometer? What's five into eighteen? Three. I don't know. Three forty something. That's speedy. That's really speedy. I would love to be able to hit a five k running an average of six minute per mile pace. I don't know what that. I think that equates to like eighteen forty or so, right? Something like that. Eighteen thirty, so that's right around that area. That'd be a goal five k pace for me. That's great, awesome work. Um, uh, my mom's here. How's it going, mom? How are you? Uh, all right. Joey A says, "Kofuzi" with two exclamation points. Have you checked out the Zoom Tempo Next Percent? I have not checked out that shoe. I probably will. Um, it just seems like a strange shoe to me. So like it, it was, it wasn't really jumping out at me so unfortunately i am probably not going to get get that one anthony wants to know central south or north jersey i would say that i'm more central jersey my sister and where my parents are are north jersey they're up in well my sister's not there anymore she lives in connecticut now my parents are up in bergen county Um, but i grew up in a variety of a band that i'll call central jersey it doesn't go exactly like straight across the state from east to west but i'll call it like a, a diagonal band almost like a sash like the troopers have um or that they did have on their uniform i don't know if they still have them on their uniforms but uh so uh you know i grew up in middlesex county near rutgers and then we moved down towards the shore i was in monmouth county for a while and then we moved again we were on the west side of the state um in hundredton county which I don't know. I'm not going to say there's a such thing as Western Jersey, but it's very different than a lot of the other rest of the state over there. So, um, so that's kind of like would be kind of. But I would say mostly like, you know, the uh, Monmouth County area down by the Jersey Shore. That that be if I were to say where I'm from in Jersey, that's where I would say I'm from. All right, keeper's here. He says just got here, but first run of the Asics Nusa try thirteen today. I'm just going to say 2021 shoe of the year. Whoa. Like the Saucony endorphin Speed Second Coming. Oh, interesting. Is that That's the colorful one, right? Am I right? Is that my wrong on that one? Yeah, that's interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. And Martha, putting in her uh, plug for the Takumi the Sen, says the treadmill is less stable, but it's also softer. And the Takumi Sen is great on the treadmill, though. Just saying. <laughs> she loves that shoe. Uh, and Ultra Dad says, I was in the same moot court competition two thousand and nine. oh really? I was oh okay, yeah, wait, whoa, wait, wait a minute. I think in two thousand and eight I graduated from law school, so I wouldn't have been there the same year. Uh, wow, fascinating. um he said, but as far as the skyline chili goes, this the answer is no TMI, but remember, there aren't many restrooms on those ultra trails. <laughs> oh man that's that's amazing that's amazing what a small world incredible joey h says did you run in high school mr co if so what advice do you have for high school runners if you didn't run in high school when do you start i did run in high school i ran a variety of events um i was um never excellent in anything and so i got put in everything at least once just because they tried to figure out what was this kid good at. So I started out running the mile and they were like, this kid's not good at the mile. Let's put him in the half mile. And they were like, he's not good at the half mile. And so then I've got put into, I ran the 400, 400 meter hurdle, high jump, long jump, pole vault. Uh, I don't think I ever ran a 200 or a 100. I might've, no, I don't think I did a 100, but I did a 110 hurdle. So, they knew that they were like, I don't even bother putting this kid in the fast races. But I did, I did did they, they kind of just like tried to get me to do one of everything to see what I could do. Um, so yeah, but my advice for high school runners, if you want to get good at high school running is be consistent. And so like the way I treated high, running in high school was like I ran as little as possible every single time. And so like once the track season was over, boom, I was done with running and I didn't think about it until about two weeks before practice started again the following season. And so I felt like, you know, basically I didn't realize that I was basically making myself start over every season. And I feel like if I could have thought about it in a little bit more long term of a way and thought about like, you know, in the off season, just get out there and build base, aerobic fitness, get stronger, work on fundamentals in the off season, and then really train and race in the season and thinking of the season as being not in terms of on and off, but like a, a building phase and an execution phase. I feel like I really would have done a lot a lot better in high school, and I could have done it in a way that I think you, you doesn't. I don't mean that everyone has to go out and be like a 60 or 70 mile per week runner for running like 5Ks and being milers. I don't think at the high school level for most people you need to do that. So, um, so that's that's kind of what what my advice would be. Um, all right. Let's see. Sorry, that was a long, long rant. Um, yeah, Kiefer says though that try is the hotness one, the the one um, that has all the, the all the colors on it. All right. Shan uh, says it reminds her of the Grateful Dead. Yeah. Um, all right. But Kiefer says, though, that that NUSA Tri-13 is the shoe of the year. Interesting. I don't know. I, the color is like, I, I just feel like because it has the word tri, is it made for triathletes? Is that what it's for? Because that like, kind of like st- is steering me away from it, you know, that it has that with the word tri in it. Because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to, you know, like oh, they can have theirs, you know, kind of thing, you know, uh, not that I'm taking anything away from them, but. I don't know, it just doesn't seem like it's meant for me. Um, Jim Class Diesel says, would you recommend the Hoka Mach 4 or Hoka Carbon X for a one-shoe inventory? I have the Mach 4. I'm probably going to run it tomorrow, so I haven't run in it yet. Um, but I also have the Carbon X. And I would say that I do not like the Carbon X as a one and only one-shoe kind of running shoe. The Mach 4 is probably going to be a better choice uh, for you on that one. I might also have you consider the Rincon or the Clifton. If you're looking at um, Hoka's and you only want to have run one running shoe, I think those might be better fits. But I don't know if the Mach 4 is a bad choice. I'll have to see when I go in and run for it tomorrow. Uh, all right. Shannon said, "Co, my track coach did that with me too. So I was great at push-ups, so put me with the throwers, saw me throw the shot put, and <laughs> said, never mind. Not hashtag delete. I love it. <laughs> oh, man, that's so funny. Uh, and Remy does say triathletes are runners, too. I'm not saying you guys are not runners. Um, that's not what I'm saying at all, but I just I don't know. When it's like a triathlete's shoe, then I'm like, okay. Then it Then it stays over there, I guess, kind of. But hopefully I can try a triathlon soon at some point. And then, I don't know, not that I need permission to be able to try the news to try, but I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know why. I don't know why. It seems like it's a shoe, not for me. Uh, but yeah, I did try the shot put. There was one meet that I did compete in the shot, disc, and javelin. Because towards my senior year, there was one point where they were like, this kid might be good at decathlon, because he's not great at anything. But he's he knows how to do these weird events that most people can't wrap their heads around. So I'm like, Oh, I'll try it. So there was one meet where they were like, we're going to put it, it was like a dual meet against a pretty small school. And I think I ran five events that day. Cause I think the max you could do was three track and you could do like a total of five was the max, no more than three, either track or field. So it had to be a three, two split. So I think I did like the four, that, that day was weird. I think I did the one ten, the 400 intermediate hurdles and then i forget what the other so i think i think i did two running events and then shot disc and javelin and that in that in that one track meet that was a weird meet that was a really weird meet i i can't throw the discus um it, yeah me throwing the discus and me throwing the shot put looks pretty much identical well i mean i guess i haven't done it since 1997 so i guess i can't really say, but you know, it was a, it was a weird, yeah, I wasn't, I, I wasn't good at it. Gurgos <laughs> uh, Mikhail Mike says, which hoka should you recommend for long distance walking? For long distance walking, I would probably look at the Clifton first. That's the main one I would look at. Lots of cushion, um, it's got a nice rocker in there. So at the walking pace, I feel like it'd be, help you really keep moving in a nice rhythm. I don't know if you're talking, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about just like going for long, like longer walks, like walking as your primary exercise. If you're talking about speed walking, then I don't know because I've never tried that before and I'm not sure what's good or not good for that, um, event. But if you're, I'm ta- I think if you're talking about walking as, you know, a different form of exercise, uh, then I do think that the Clifton 7 would be a good choice. JB says, could you try the Gaviota 3? Greetings from Sweden. Uh, I'm probably not going to try that one. What's the Gaviota? I'm trying to think. Who makes that one? Oh, Chip Named Nenit's here. Yo, what's going on? I saw that you just got into Chicago. Better get ready. Better get ready. I saw a lot of people have been getting into Chicago, so I'm really excited about that. Hopefully Chicago can keep it together, put a tamp down on these rising cases so that we can have nice things later on in the year. That's my hope guys. That's my hope. Um, Fanta, Fanta, I don't ever know how to say this. Fantaflas Flaz says the Hoka speed goat mid for walking. Oh, that could be an interesting choice depending on the terrain you're walking i think for walking on pavement that might be a lot it might be a lot too much um but if you're walking like hiking type of thing then that i could see that being a really good choice hoka also does make hiking shoes too like if you need a hiking shoe they also do make that um, jb says the hoka makes the gaviota three it's a stability shoe oh okay that's why i'm not familiar with that one i I don't pay attention a lot to this the stability shoes i it's not a i can't run in them they always make my knees hurt so i stay away from the stability shoes critical thinker says hey mike have you ever noticed your calf muscles twitching almost rippling while resting after a run any ideas if it's normal i've experienced stuff like that before i think i've had it in my calf i think i've had it in quads before I think it just means you're a little bit dehydrated. So I would make sure you're topping up on both fluids and electrolytes um, to see if that uh, does it. Another kind of hint to know if you're um, kind of like, not just thirsty, but uh, like more like chronically, I don't wanna say chronically either because I don't wanna imply like a medical condition, but if you're just being more like regularly dehydrated, maybe not from one particular day, but like you've been low on, on electrolytes and fluids, is uh, I, I used to wake up in the middle of the night with a leg like cramped up. Like all of a sudden it would be like, like almost like I pulled my hamstring. i would just wake up in the middle of the night and it would be like super tight. Usually that, like, is just getting more liquids, fluids in uh, would be a way to solve that too. Mm. Fame that lasts, fame that lasts. I didn't say it twice. It's in the, the username twice. It says, um, what would be the best long run, long running shoes with best cushioning? Mm, right now, I would say. I mean, a lot. The, there could be two ways to go about it. Um, it depends on how fast you're going, really. Um, so I would say, like, if you're trying to go fast in the long run, then probably the Alpha Fly is the best one that's out there. Um, but if you're trying to go for just a, like a long run, not that's not a race, then shoes that I would look at are like the Saucony Triumph the 17 or the 18, that has a lot of um, cushion to it. The, the New Balance 1080, i like that version 10, I think a little bit more than the version 11. There's just a little bit more cushion to it in my mind. Uh, but if you want like just super, super soft cushion, it's a little bit clunky, but it's a lot of cushion, is the Bondi 7 from, from Hoka. So those would be three options for you. And where did it go? Evan says, Gaviota is Spanish for seagull. Fun Hoka bird fact. Oh, interesting. Imagine if Hoka was like so into the bird thing that they named all their shoes after birds. That would be amazing. I think that would get, I mean, I think you could probably do it. You could be like, there would be like a Hoka falcon. Then there could be like a hawk, you know, that'd be interesting. They're just all birds. (laughs) I don't know why, but that just makes me giggle a little bit. Steve 76 says, for walking Disney World, I'd choose the Invincible. I Yeah, that would be a good one. The Zoom X in that, that would be real nice. Um, I did a Disney World day in the Epic Reacts. It was okay. React foam, I don't think is great for for walking. Um, Zoom X phone I think would be good. I think that would be real good all day. Um, I also went to a parade in Epic React. I think the version 1s. Um, and I've got the kids on my shoulders a lot when we go to parade. So like, again, the reacts are just not a great choice. They're a bouncy foam, but they're not a super cushioned foam for walking around. Oh, the, you know what? Another good walking around shoe would be ultra boost. I think that'd be a pretty good walking around shoe. I would go if it, if it's just for walking though, I would go with the older versions, like the 3.0 style that has a little bit more in the forefoot. Um, so that'd be better. I think for, for walking or if someone's going to be on their feet a lot. where did this one go this was uh all right steven burke says i read that there was a live stream where you discussed the reebok run fast 3.0 do you know where i can find it greetings from newcastle england i don't remember talking about the the reebok run fast 3.0 um i mean i talk about it occasionally when was i talking about i was talking about it yesterday i think but not in detail because i haven't run in that shoe yet i probably will Oh, I remember I was going to talk about it in terms of, I was probably going to review that at the same time as I pick up the, uh, under armor velocity flow. I'll probably look at those shoot two shoes kind of like at the same time. Cause I think that that makes a lot of sense. So like not yet, I'm pretty excited about it because I did like, I ran in the Reebok float ride grow last year and that shoe just was super easy to run in really versatile. I really like it for people that like a little bit more road feel that's the kind of shoe that you want still absorbs a lot of road impact though but like a really great compound that they have there um highly underrated and then the 3.0 so far i've been i try not to read too much about it but i've gotten the impression that people are really excited about 3.0 so i'm excited about it too but i just i my, my closet is full I'm trying to get like rid of some shoes. I mean, and not by rid of them. I mean, run with them, get them to the hundred mile mark and then make a kind of like final video about them. And then, uh, and then makes room for some more shoes. But I just got, I just have so many shoes in the closet right now. I gotta, I gotta get through some of those first. Um, there's something else I was going to say about that. Oh, the other thing about it is the one, like what would have what would make me instantly buy the Reebok Fault Ride 3 right now is I keep seeing these ads on Instagram and Instagram ads stick in my mind. They're very sticky. Uh, it's very effective on me, but um, there's a woman's version that's like white with like a light gray midsole. I just think it looks fantastic, but they don't make amends in that color. Which, and it doesn't seem like it. there's anything feminine about, like, you know, it's not like it's, I mean, I mean, Nike's made a whole bunch of pink shoes. They had an entire year where pink was the color. So, like, and I, I clearly don't care. But, like, why isn't there, like, a men's version? I don't know if the last are different. That's why I'm, like, I don't necessarily want to review the shoe using, like, the women's shoe if I'm expecting, you know, like, a men's version. So, like, so that's, like, the only thing about it. But I really want that white one. The other ones are just like, yeah, it looks like, you know, a, it looks like a Reebok shoe. You know, I feel like they didn't, it was a very safe design for the Reebok Float Ride 3. You know, I feel like they didn't really let anyone take too many risks on it. So it's a little bit underwhelming in terms of design, but I, I anticipate that the shoe itself is going to be good. All right. Uh... Vegan runner says, went for my first run in the g t today. I think he means the glycerin 19, right? Just plot So, totally to say how I feel about it. Going to try half marathon pace intervals tomorrow to get a better idea. Cool. Let us know how that goes. Um, yeah, you, yeah, you guys are talking about the glycerin 19s. Huh. All right. I might have to pick that up. You guys keep talking about how much you guys like that shoe. Um, <laughs> Martha says, if Hoka had all bird names, the brand name should be Aves instead of Hoka. Yeah, that, well, what does Hoka mean again? I forget. We did a Trivia Tuesday about it a while ago. But now I'm drawing a blank on what Hoka means. Ah, Will Gravel says, Gaviota is also a place north of Goleta, Santa Barbara, where Hoka is headquartered. Go Gauchas. Ah, see, now that makes a little bit more sense to me that it's named after because Hoka loves to name the shoes after places Rincon Bondi Clifton gaviota is Araki a place I mean the mock isn't is a mock name after a place I don't th- I don't think so but interesting hmm <laughs> Fantafilis says they should call it a hoka pigeon I mean that, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of ways you can go with that because there's a, a very popular SB Dunks that are the pigeon version that are rare collectible as far as some casual shoes go. So, like, if they did it right, the, a Hoka pigeon could be pretty amazing. All right. Sarah Mim says, I think a Hoka flamingo name shoe would be great. Ben Park's glove pink. That would be nice. Why isn't there one? Hmm. I saw a guy today at the playground. He had a pair of Hoka Rincon ones on. I think there were Hoka Rincon ones. Come to think of it, I'm not sure that I could pick out the ones from twos on someone's feet. I was trying to think, like, was it ones or twos? But it was like the blue and white. It was like, but like not the Hoka blue. It was a different color. So I think it was like, like a, a different kind of blue for the Rincon. And his had, like, a tear over, like, the pinky toe on it. And I'm like, oh, it's been a long time since I've seen a pair of hokas with a pinky toe tear in it. But remember, like, years ago, it seemed like that was, like, the big thing. Like, everyone, like, Ginger every Ginger Runner review was like, ah, these shoes are good, but I don't know, my toes are kind of poking through. And, like, he would have, like, a problem ripping every single pair of hokas. I was like, what's up with this guy's toenails? But I just think that they may have, may have had some production issues or some materials issues in their earlier years. But I also wonder, like, didn't they have crazier colors? Or am I just used to it now? I don't know. Sue ends here. She says, hi, everybody. Just listening in while making some bread. That sounds nice. Like, you know, I wish. That's one thing, like, you know, I don't want to say, I mean, I know a lot of people did a lot of baking during the pandemic. But we just used our bread machine a lot. Um and uh you know i do wish that i had the ability to like just like go into the kitchen and from memory like i can go into the kitchen from memory put together a pizza dough and and you know that would be fine that's easy enough i wish i could do that with bread and just make it like and get the loaf proofed and get it into the bread pans and then just get it going i wish i could do that but i only know how to use the bread machine i suppose there's still plenty of time to figure that out and maybe that's what i'll try and do this week Road to the tape says, is there any new balance shoes you're looking forward to? I'm definitely looking forward to the RC elite Two. Basically having the RC elite one with more stack height, I think is perfect because my only critique about that shoe was that I can't run in it for more than like an hour. I could run in it for more than an hour, but at about the hour mark, my foot started to hurt. And so I just needed more underneath for it to, for it to be a a racer form. I use it as a workout shoe, but, um, if I'm just kind of try to go, you know, the entire time, um, you know, I don't think that RC Elite One was the shoe for me. But if there's going to be well that and wow, well, there's I mean that's not right. There's there's lots that I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the uh, what is it? Uh, is it the Rebel Two? The Rebel Two that that Thomas keeps talking about. That one that like orange color. I really like that orange color. It's like a creamsicle almost. I really like that orange color, and I'm just pretty excited about it. I did like the first one a lot. I regret that I didn't run in it more. The upper was fantastic, so I'm a bit disappointed that the upper looks like it's going to be very different. Because that upper on the Rebel One was really unique. I'm a sucker for knit materials, um, and I really enjoyed it. I don't think the upper on the on version two is 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 a knit material. So that's going to be a little bit of a disappointment. I think in the upper category, I anticipate, but I'm hoping that the midsole makes up for it. And then I think I'm, I'm not, I don't know that I'm looking forward to it or not, but I'm probably going to pick up the Fresh Foam War version 3. Um, just because people keep talking about how good it is. And um, I'm a bit disappointed in the 1080 version 11. I mean, disappointed is not the right word. I just had such high expectations for it. That it's not met those expectations, you know, relatively speaking, disappointed, I guess. So, but those are the uh, this three that I'm looking for forward to. Um, does anyone know if they're going to make a Fuel Cell TC version two though? Are they updating that? Or is that like, they're just going to make everyone run in the, Re- is, it, is it the answer to run in the Rebel? I mean, that would make more sense to me. Scott says, do you think it's possible to train too long for a race? Oh, absolutely. For sure. So when I see people that have like 16 week programs for their marathons, 20 week programs for their marathons, I'm always like, wait a minute, what now? Um, Because unless like the first four or eight weeks are like getting you in shape, like maybe you were running a little bit here and there, but like you need to build your consistency first. If it's not that i think 16 to 20 weeks is like too long for like a marathon and i would say the prime example of that i think that's what happened to seth when he was training for what was it the the was it the columbus marathon i think and then he got hurt he was putting in crazy miles for like 20 weeks straight and and super intense workouts for like 20 weeks and then ended up hurting himself before the race and i was just thinking one he i I feel like he backed off it, but I felt like in the beginning, he was like, I don't know about those audios for, and then I also felt like that's a long, a really long training program from someone who's already been running at such a high level, like Seth has been. So like, I think, I think it's definitely possible to train too long for a race. Cause then you have to really manage the peak. Right. And that's like the art of, of training programs, um, is like figuring out how do you make the athlete peak at the right time? Um, and how do you balance that like razor's edge between overtraining and undertraining? And so, um, I think that like, for me, I like shorter the better because I'm coming into it like already with like, a you know, uh, I'm, I, my, my running is to the point where I think, I think that I'm always ready to jump into a marathon training block pretty much almost at any time, you know, cause I'm just, I, I'm, I run every day, um, and when I'm not specifically training for something and, you know, it's a lot of easy miles. So I feel like I'm always about ready to start a program, but I know for a lot of people, they're not ready to start a program. So like the first, you know, four to eight weeks might be getting ready for the program. So that's kind of what I think about it. So yeah, I think it, it is possible to think about to train for too long. All right. We've got some <laughs> other interesting ideas for Hoka bird names. Jody wants the Hoka peacock um where you're not really running but you want to look good <laughs> i like that says uh, a "Hoka ostrich for, for anti-vaxxers awesome putting your head in the sand there you go <laughs> uh nice uh josh greenberg says i'm a high school runner and currently trained in the endorphin speed once i get an easy day shoe i'm going to save the speeds for fast workouts should i upgrade to the pro if i can um I, I would say I'm not sure that you need to uh Josh, depending I mean I'm assuming like at the high school level, you know, you're you're running cross country, maybe. Uh, or maybe you can tell me, are you like are you I'm assuming most of you're running either on roads or on the track, right? And so like um your fastest work is probably on the track. And so the speed has a little I think it has less stack height than the pro. The pro always feels a lot taller to me. Um, and I don't think that you're necessarily going to get more out of it than you are getting out of the speed. And I don't think you're going to be racing in the endorphin speeds anyway. So like, I I think that like, if you have the endorphin speed, that'll be great to get you through most of your road training. And then if you get an easy day shoe, that makes it for your long runs, um, and, and for, for more of your easier sessions. The other thing that I would think is, um, you know, instead of upgrading to the pro, um, I would instead just get some spikes because you're probably going to have some workouts where you're going to want to put the spikes on. And that's probably what what you're going to be racing in. So like I would try to do more workouts in your spikes, um, depending on, you know, if you're, if you're a miler, you're probably not getting into your spikes every workout, but you might be doing that for some of them and get more accustomed to that. So that way, when you do get into your spikes for your races, you're ready for them. So that's kind of like, would be my, where I'm leaning and Josh says, yeah, but I also do cross country. And so like the speed, I don't think, you know, rather than like for, for a cross country shoe, like, you know, there I'm thinking about like, you, know, you want something with a little bit more grip than a road shoe. So again, instead of getting the Endorphin Pro, I might get a shoe that's gonna be faster for when you are on some of like the grassy, hilly um, terrain that, or the dirt that you might be on in a cross country course. So I would look at something like the Terra Kiger, uh, the Ultra Superior, uh, other like really lightweight but trail capable shoes. Um, just for some of those training days rather than the endorphin speed because that's not going to be like the best or getting a daily trainer or road shoe that has maybe a little bit more traction to it um, could be another way to go for that. So like, I don't know that the endorphin pro is necessarily something that you need um, because for anything that you would want to go faster than that for you, I'm imagining you're going to be in a track or where I would want you to know, have spikes or you're going to be possibly like in grass and hills and dirt. Where I'd rather you be in a fast trail shoe, so that's kind of how I would look at it. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Josh Greemer says I do race in spikes, but I wasn't sure for like speed work and tempo days. I mean, you might not need it for your tempo days, but if you're if you're doing a bunch of two hundreds like on the track, then that might be a day to to get the spikes out, um, or even for your four hundreds. I could depending on like what the rest intervals are like. You know, if you're getting a little bit more rest into them and you're running them harder. That could be a day to, to get in the spikes I mean like now like if everyone on the team is not getting into their spikes for these you know then I might might not <laughs> might not do that I might kind of like look to the uh, to what the kind of like the coach thinks for that but I don't think that like you need endorphin pros on a track. If you are again looking for like kind of like a flat uh, for the track, I would look at something like like a meta racer um, the sketchers performance speed elite uh the nike zoom streak the lt4 i think is the, the latest one out that's out so like um like a road flat, something that's an adios five that would be another really great one to kind of look at so those are the other things that i would look at if you want still like a road shoe that you could use for your for your speed days if you don't want to hop into your spikes for those speed work days so that's kind of how i look at it all right let's do one more and i'm gonna get going for today um all right, looks like we have got something from Barry Purse. What's going on, Barry? Says, the Brooks Addiction and Brooks Beast currently rock. Oh, nice. Log 12 consecutive 100-mile weeks in those shoes. That's insane. So each of those shoes have like 600 miles each on them? I'm assuming like if you split it up? That's incredible. Great work, Barry. Man, now everyone's got some catching up to do, I guess, if we want to catch up to Barry. I don't know that I can, but whew, good work. Good work, Barry. All right. Uh, and Leona's here. Good to see you. Uh, she says, better, very late, better late than never. Awesome. You just made it in time, Leona. You know? How how are you? All right. I'm going to end it for there today, guys. Tomorrow's video, like I was saying, I'm trying to get some of these shoes, like finished from the reviews. I got to the 100-mile mark in the New Balance Fresh Foam More Trail. So, uh, that video will be out tomorrow and then we'll do another live stream in the afternoon, same time as today, 3 PM central time. I have no idea what time it'll be where you guys are because daylight savings is weird, but hopefully you'll be able to see those reminders or see that like little, uh, placeholder on YouTube and you'll be able to catch it. And hopefully I'll see you tomorrow in the meantime, be safe out there and enjoy your runs, everybody. Thanks.